snap. Let it, uh, let it settle in. Let the, let all the bits and the bytes get to wherever they got to get to to make this work. Mm -hmm. As the tech, as the resident tech on the uh, on the set here, I just gotta let you know that I do actually understand how bits and bytes work. Oh, but good. I am going to feign that I do not, for the good of all of us, really. For the good of all of us. For the for all mankind. Oh, <laughs> oh, welcome back to this Thursday's Once Revealed Variety Hour. I am one half of your host this week. I am uh, Vern Smith. I almost forgot my name there. And, and I'm is... the other half. I guess you could say that I'm your other half He's tonight. He's my other half. He is. Yes. He is. When we fusion together, we did a little fucking dance like Dragon Ball Z, and we fusion together. We uh, we actually make one stunning dude with a dad bod still. It's, you know. True story. It is what it is. A stunning dad bod. He's a, it's a stunning dad bod. It's like Chris Pratt at the height of, yeah. uh, of Parks and Rec. Stunning dad yes. bod. Really. Stunning dad bod. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, where the hell is this? I gotta share it. No, probably don't welcome me to inbox. That'd be smart. Get it out there. there tell go. cyberspace about what's going on. I don't have my laptop out or anything. I'm like half prepared. That's what happened tonight. Wow. I got everything done on the this side, the the side that mattered to get us live, and then I forgot about all the stuff that makes my life easier. So, just like every Good other point. part of my life. <laughs> oh my god! Did you get it? Did you figure it out? No, not yet, because I'm stupid. I believe in you. It's fine. It's cool. So I'm having some twisted tea tonight. What are you drinking, Nate? You, you said you had some cool shit. Let's talk about it. I do. I do. I've got Highland Park Scotch, 12 years old, Viking Honor. My man's got Viking Honor. Did you hear that? Viking Honor. He's got the Viking yes. Honor. On a Thursday, which we were talking about on, before we went live. And on this a is, Thursday. This is a fun, fun fact. Fun fact th mm -hmm. on a Thursday. Thursday is actually, it, it finds its etymology in uh, Thor's Day, which was a Germanic word coming from Donnerstag, meaning thunder, which eventually became Thor, which eventually became Thursday. Right? So, every Thursday, for whatever reason, we're doing the Once Revealed Variety Hour. So, thanks, Thor. Thanks for looking out. Thank you, Thor. <laughs> Thank you, Thor. <laughs> Thank you for your you, almighty Thor. hammer. Thank you for killing Thanos. I appreciate. And like, high five much. on that, that killer dad bod. <laughs> there it is. Boom. We made it back around. Boom. Brought it back. Yeah, so your your drink is way classier than mine. I'm like, I'm the equivalent of a fucking street bum drinking a fucking beer, a 40 <laughs> and a fucking <laughs> wrapper of paper bag. <laughs> Classiest shit over here. Like, it could have only been worse if you were drinking champagne and I literally had a 40 in a paper bag. Like, <laughs> <laughs> terrible, Oh, God. Terrible. Oh, man. What if I got a paper bag for my glass? Just like... Paper bag for your glass? <laughs> what does your glass say on it? What is that classy looking thing? Oh, it says Nathan on it. It says Nathan! My... Yeah. This is a gift from Will's wedding, actually. That's cool as shit. Yeah, yeah. I was one of his groomsmen, so he got me a he got all the groomsmen glasses. It's got his wedding date on it and stuff. It's real nice. Will's a real champ. That's he a is good, a real that's a, champ. That's a real nice gift. Mm-hmm. Like 
That's real fancy. I'm yeah. like, yeah, engraved and stuff. I'm customized the fuck out right now. That's actually really cool. Like, I'm, he's impressed me. <laughs> yeah. Do you think he'd marry me? Do you think? <laughs> I mean, if it was legal. I don't think you'd be against it. Do you think our wedding would have those kind of glasses? <laughs> What you'd have is a personally engraved 40 bottle. 40 bottles? <laughs> yeah. To yeah, fit yeah, the veteran aesthetic for all the, the attendees, right? <laughs> yeah, but, but it would have a really nice engraving in it. A really nice engraving. Yeah, it'll yeah. say thank you for your service with no specification of who it's for. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Is oh. it dark or is it true? Is it both? Maybe it is both, yes. We went from fun facts to sad truths. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it doesn't always take very long, does it? That is what she said. Oh, man, that might be the title. Fun facts and sad truths. <laughs> that's really, uh, it's pretty, pretty good, actually. That's pretty good, yeah. Five minutes in. It's always five minutes in. We hit about five and a half minutes in, then we always find a title. It's like a, it's like an initial burst of creative energy, it and is. then it kind of tapers off throughout yeah. the rest of it. It's what happens when we show up to rehearse too. We get, we get about five minutes of actual work done, then we fuck off for ten. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That but some happens. beautiful things have come out of those five, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, now we have this whole story of Armano and Elmano. Armano and Elmano, dude. And yeah. and the and the the chase to find the sound and sound particles. Dude the chase to find the sound part I mean, we could sponsor our own um comic book series we should do it actually that's not that hard we could find an artist that'll do it and we just you know we could do a web comic even bro we could do voices for it because we have a recording studio where we can record voices it's it's true and we don't even need a whole studio we could use we, do, we could do it here <laughs> we, we have we this this is fine we could we'd be sitting there with our drinks be like I don't know what what would an El Mano sound like. I I don't know. I was I was thinking either like um, spaghetti western, um, like Mexican, like yeah, you know the yeah. the they obviously hired an Italian guy to play this. <laughs> like <laughs> I want that. Um, or <laughs> alternatively, <laughs> really really French. <laughs> <laughs> El Mano. Oui, oui. El Mano. Right. Yeah, the oh Spaghetti God. Western thing, man. I grew up, like, watching those. Really? Yeah, my stepdad watched the hell out of them. Mm. For years. Yeah. I don't know how many Spaghetti Westerns I've seen, but I, I watched a lot of Clint Eastwood Westerns. That, that was my thing. Those are close enough, and some of them were Spaghetti for sure. Yeah. What's that? Some of them definitely were spaghetti western as fuck too. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Clint didn't escape that for sure. <laughs> I don't think anybody did. I think anybody that did that like six shooter character at the time had to do one of those fucking movies at some point. Yeah, we probably didn't have any other options. Didn't have enough actors. For Typecasting, it. man. Typecasting's a thing today. It's it was surely bad back then, and back then it was just racist as it fuck. It wasn't too. that bad. It wasn't that bad. And don't call me Shirley. Sure. <laughs> That's a good uh that's a good movie too. Airplane? I haven't seen that. In a oh long yeah. Time. It's so silly. I just saw a, it was in a video somewhere. It was a they had the, the movie poster for airplane in the background of it. Man, I just 
I remember back watching that when I was like a kid. <laughs> like, like, 11 years old or something being shown that. Like, this is a really good movie. You have to see this. <laughs> yeah, me too, actually. Yeah. I feel yeah, like it's like a it story for our right. generation, weirdly enough. They were like, hey, let me, yeah. let me break out the VHSs. Check this shit out. <laughs> Guys, this movie is so funny. You got you to gotta check out this movie. It's so funny. I have shown so much stuff, though, like that. Like, one of the other ones yeah. was uh, the original Transformers movie, like the cartoon one from the 1980s. Like, 1980 yeah. fucking two or 80, 83 or some shit. That movie, I don't think I would have seen if not for one of my, like, cousins. I don't actually think we were cousins now that I'm thinking about it. But we, we called him our cousins. But he was showing me like all these crazy fucking movies from the 80s and that was one of them he was like dude check this out he was like this is this is a transformers movie i know you have a little transformers action figures this is a transformers mm-hmm. movie and i was like what they have one of those and it was the fucking coolest shit ever if you've never seen that go watch it i will watch that yeah. i'm gonna write that down transformers cool shit. transformers from the 80s. yeah dude it's it's awesome as shit actually when they started making the live action ones they pulled a bunch of little plot points from that movie for all of the yeah. live action movies. Like, there's tiny little plot points of like characters that die and stuff that happens and like the the fucking dinosaurs. Fucking all this shit. All the shit that happens in the fucking movies. It's all in that nineteen eighties one. It's cool as fuck. Yeah. Well, I was Boston. literally about to ask about the existence of these live action movies and I was like, Oh yeah, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, dude. Duh. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> He'll find you in yeah. the woods. Actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf. (laughs) You know, I've never seen basically anything by that guy besides Transformers. Really? Yeah, I don't think I I don't think I've seen anything else with Shia LaBeouf. Cultural icon for our generation, man. I mean, truly, he was in a lot of stuff. He was he kind of grew up at the same ages. He's like twenty seven, I think, twenty eight. He's like right around our age. Yeah, he was like in stuff when we were the same age as him. (laughs) It's fucking weird. Like I know he. He was a Nickelodeon kid, right? Uh, yeah, or, I don't know. Uh, Disney. I think Disney. he might, might have been a Disney yeah, yeah. kid. Yeah, might have been Disney. Yeah, kid. Disney. But and he was he was like a good actor as a kid too, which is crazy. Like, how often does that happen? Even Stevens and yeah, shit, right? Wasn't that he was even Stevens, right? On Disney, I think so. Yeah, I don't know. I never watched that because I didn't have cable, so I never got oh, any of those channels. That's right. I forgot. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't mean to bring that up. <laughs> I know, it's just... I didn't have... I couldn't rot my brain with modern television. You just don't get all the weird inside jokes and references that I make, that's all. Yeah, I guess so, yeah. There's a lot of those that you're the only one that's, like... Actually, Scott doesn't get them either. There's a lot of my shit's, like, really niche, strange shit that he probably wouldn't have seen. True. I mean, what was this? Scott told us a story last week on the podcast. He said that his uh, his dad used to tape over the section sections on the the videos that were that had uh, boobs. Yeah, that had like the boobs in the video. Like, like so, it's like I I don't I imagine a lot of the references I make probably are going over his head too because I reference some weird shit. Yeah. True story. Yeah, I remember one time um, I was in high school, I think, and my dad remembered this one movie that he watched back in like the 70s yeah it was called it was called heavy metal okay oh i remember that i saw that my stepdad showed me that when i was like oh god probably way too young to watch it yeah i know that's what that was my thought i was like we got halfway like part of the way in and it wasn't very long before there was a bunch of boobs everywhere yeah i was like i was like dad this is awkward (laughs) yeah like this is kind of weird dude and it just kept going and he was like yeah, there's a, there's a lot more nudity than I remembered in this. You know, back in the 70s, it wasn't that big of a deal. Yep. You know, and we're sitting there, 
It's me and my brother totally both different. Yeah, he did the same thing. Yeah, my stepdad showed me it, and then when we were done, he was like... That was a little more intense than I thought it would be. I was like... Cool. That's a lot of stuff I wasn't supposed we, to see. But and I, then we sat down, and if I remember correctly, this is the same day that he built a Lego submarine. <laughs> 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 the dude could like build Legos like from freehand. Like you could like build a thing, like oh, freehand. Yeah? yeah, he sat down and built a submarine. Like I had so many Legos growing up because my grandmother worked at that Kmart. I I've explained this before, I think, but she worked at a Kmart, so she had a lot of uh, layaway items and like opened items and stuff that would come back. And they would just be like, well, we can't resell this. It's gonna go in the trash. So she would just fucking take it, just bring it home. And there was no pandemics in the 90s, and we didn't care about any of that, so... Yeah. <laughs> Those fucking Legos were coming home with me whether or not they were complete or not, so... Yeah! <laughs> and I was, uh... I was using those, uh, those same toys, like, ten years later, so my stepdad eventually would get a hold of those while he was watching me, and he would, uh... He would build, like, little Lego toys for me to play with occasionally. And one of them, I remember specifically, was the submarine the day that he showed me heavy metal. So obviously a traumatizing experience. <laughs> yeah, it's still stuck out in your memory. It's stuck. Yeah, it's stuck yeah. for whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah, that I was a weird moment that, right, right? Like... Yeah. So that's another thing that we share an experience of. Yeah, weird heavy metal thing. There it is, man. That might be the there that's the algorithm right there. We solved it. It's like we're, we're done. Wrap it up. We found fine. the thing. It's like we were going fine. We probably would have gone in different directions. That day happened, and we were like, Boop. "Yeah, oh, <laughs> hey, we met." Amazing. We should ask Scott and Will. We should ask them. Like, watch Scott's gonna have the same thing. He's gonna be like, "Yeah, my my dad." Weirdly enough, one day he sat me down. And he was like, "We're gonna watch this," and it was heavy metal. <laughs> have you ever? You guys ever seen that? I'd be like, "Will would do the same thing." He's like, "Yeah, it was actually my mom." <laughs> <laughs> Out of nowhere. Oh God. Oh, Dude, be, that's like the uh, the Ace Ventura thing. Yeah, I I still think that has something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Ace Ventura's got to have something to do with it. There's a reason me and Scott get along too, right? Like Will didn't have that thing. He didn't have the formative experience with it. Apparently, we have. Oh, he didn't. Us. I don't think he did. I th I think he was the one that said no. I no. <laughs> he he, he liked he liked it. He was like, but it wasn't like a thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I watched it religiously at one point. Yeah, I remember, like, we didn't... I didn't watch it that much, but I remember thinking it was just the funniest thing ever. That's that, like, that's what I mean, yeah. It was just, like, yeah. the best fucking invention, best creation ever made. Like, yeah, they can't the make a better movie. <laughs> like, can't make a better thing of that yeah. type of movie. They, they can't impress on them, improve on that. I feel like that's the next one's gonna get, like, a reboot, right? What? Ace Ventura? Ace Ventura. Mm. I could see an Ace Ventura reboot. I would watch it. I'd watch it too. Yeah, I would watch that. Yeah. I'd watch the shit out of that. In the era of reboots, give me an Ace Ventura reboot. That's fine. Yeah, I'd take it. That's fine. If there's an algorithm out there, some AI that's listening to every podcast in the universe to try and figure out what everybody wants, yeah. make that shit. Make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen, <laughs> producer people. FBI make it happen, producer bot. Producer bot nine thousand stationed yeah. somewhere in L.A. They're like, yeah, 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 we got one. Okay, yeah, yep, Ace Ventura. We found one that wants Ace Ventura as a reboot. Put that one in the pipeline. <laughs> it's like glowing green. <laughs> <laughs> We've waited years. 
I've been waiting for years for this one. <laughs> Dude's in lab coat standing around it with like those fucking mirrored glasses on watching as he puts it in. <laughs> oh, and they're playing that they're playing that music that they play for Sephiroth in Final Fantasy VII. Oh, 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 <laughs> Sephiroth <laughs> We get DMCA'd. Yeah, for our little tunes. By the way, this is uh this is Khaleesi. Oh. Hello, Hello Khaleesi. World. Oh, kitty kitty. What you up to? Yeah. Huh? I said, oh, I said, what you up to? Well, apparently she's up to hanging out with the variety hour. Man, part of the variety is cats. There's a variety of cats every week. <laughs> there is a variety. There's a different one each time. This one's her full name. She was the Empress, but I changed her name to Oracle. Because okay. I thought that was more appropriate because she's right. mostly blonde. And she doesn't act like an Empress. So... She's now the Oracle Khaleesi Java Bean Kalas Bidzinski. Java Bean. She does look like a Java Bean. Well, yeah, if you if you see her paws. They look like little beans, don't they? Oh. Java Beans. Adorable. Yeah, sorry. She got little beans. Selling you out here. Gonna sell, like... It'll be like the competitor, the off-brand to Hello Kitty. Yeah. It'll be Hello Cat. Hello Cat. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, cat? What's up, cat? What's It'll up, be, cat? Uh, um, hello, street cat. What up, street cat? What up, street cat? What up, street cat? And it's, it's just the cat wearing a beanie. Like, what's up, man? Dude, I have a picture of one of my cats wearing a beanie. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Does it look like a hipster? Definitely... Every cat wearing a beanie looks like a fucking hipster for some reason. Oh, yeah. Well, this one does. It's Chief, and he's wearing a white beanie. He's a black cat or a white bee. It's weird, right? Every cat. Yeah. Yeah. They just make great hipsters. I they mean, do. they're the hipster animal. They do. Dogs do too, though. They do the same thing. Put a put a beanie anywhere near a dog, that dog's a hipster. I think beanies are just hipster at that point. I don't... Do you think so? Most... Well, it depends on the beanie. If it's one of those big, like, floopy ones that are designed to hold dreadlocks, like, those are definitely... You're trying to be a hipster at that point, or right. I see what you're, or you're, or you're like one of those like target moms. Yeah, it's one of the other. Unless it's orange, and then you're a hunter, right? There's that. Well, that's like a normal fitting beanie, though. That's not like one of those floofy ones. You know, oh, the ones that, like, oh, you're saying the like the big floofy to... ones. Gotcha. So if I have a normal <laughs> fitting one that's not a big floofy one, am I still just a normal person? Pretty much, yeah. No, oh, you're, you're not, not a hipster unless you have the big floofy one. It's a it's a requirement. Now, the rest of you would have to be very hipster in order for that beanie to pass. Like, you'd have to wear some sort of plaid. You have to look like you're uh, not only drinking from a French press, you'd also have to look like you're cutting down a tree while reading poetry. See, these are the true problems with uh, the difference, you know, between the rights that men and women have. See, women, all they need to do is have a ukulele. That's unfair. This is true. There's a lot of yeah, steps for us. I got a plaid, there are a, lot of, a beanie. It's a lot of I gotta start drinking yeah. weird espresso beans from a third world country, but I gotta say yeah. it's good for the society. I'm paying right. them money, you, supporting them. Well, you, somehow. Have to do you have to do several things that are good for society. That's a lot of stuff. You just buy a yeah, uke. it's a lot. Come on, it wants to be good for society. Like, come on. buy a you can try to sing in an Icelandic accent. <laughs> I'm not a hater. I'm just calling it out. <laughs> it is what it is. It's a sad truth. 
Sad truths. Fun facts and it sad truths. Fun facts. Fun fact. Now it's looks like a Java bean. Sad truth. You girls are just trying to mimic Icelandic accents, like that guy in that TikTok said. <laughs> I don't think I've seen this one. It's a good TikTok. He just he called out something that I've never thought about. So I've always said uh, that certain certain female singers they just have the uke girl voice, and I uh-huh. I say it, and every time I say it, somebody goes, "Oh God, that's a thing, huh?" <laughs> Billie Eilish has a uke girl voice. She's a Ute girl that went on to make pop music. I like her music. Don't get me wrong. She's a fucking Ute girl. You can't call it anything else. That's what it is. Like, sorry. She calls it that, in fact. I watched an interview where she literally called herself just a Ute girl who made pop music. It's fucking... That is... There's nothing wrong with amazing. it. Okay? But, that said, all of them, apparently, are trying to mimic Bjork. I mean, think about it. Bjork made, like, that... One like ap- album basically had like fourteen fucking hits that were all over the radio for like three years, right? And yeah, this ni- nice like Icelandic accent that she has. That's what shined through, I think, through a lot of the art too. And that's what this dude in this TikTok was saying. That's what every Ute girl is trying to make, basically, is that same voice. Wow. Yeah. So now I'm gonna have to listen to Bjork. Oh, it's hilarious, Bjork? dude! It's hard to listen to now. Yeah, knowing that that's what everybody is doing. Like, it's like... I heard, I've heard one song by her, and I didn't get through all of it. But yeah. it was it was really kind of off the wall. I don't know if it was a new song or what. But it was very odd. Not a fan. Not not a fan personally. Good music, yeah. but not a fan. Yeah, there's a difference between uh it being actually good and you liking it, or right? Me liking it, whatever. Right. I can objectively say that I know that it's decent music. Like it's not right. You know, there's verse, chorus, verse. People listen to it. They paid for it, so it's got to be pretty good. There's got, there's something to it. It's, someone it's, somewhere it's, loves it. It touched someone, inspired someone. Somebody's itch. Somebody's itch is being scratched by yeah. that song. Yeah. Right. That's a good. Nathan's making a scratching like a cat on a scratching post for anybody listening. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. He's like, oh right, it's a podcast too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. I, I do like, it all oh, the yeah. time when we're just like when I try to conceptualize something by showing you a shape, I have to describe it too. It's yeah, very it's, hard to do. It's very hard to like explain that at the same time. Yeah. It is. And it's pretty question. Pretty funny. What's up? What Christmas movies do you like to watch? Christmas movies? I don't. All right. You want to hear a? You want to hear another sad truth? Yes. <laughs> Maybe a fun fact. I don't yeah. really get in the Christmas spirit. I'm not really? one of those people. Mm. So, like, I'll watch a Christmas movie because my girlfriend likes to watch Christmas movies. I yeah. really enjoys them, and so I will do it because she likes them. And I don't mind them. It's whatever. But it's just another fucking movie to me. It's just Christmas time. Right. You know what I mean? We're just watching movies, and it happens to be December. We're watching specific ones that only come around this time of year for whatever reason. But I can say, outside of that, every year I think we've ended up watching, um, what's the what's the Tim Allen one? The Santa Claus. Santa Claus. Yeah, we end up watching those, like the those three or whatever there are. Yeah, we end up watching that. We end up watching Elf because that's a really good Christmas movie. It's a real banger. And outside of that. Couldn't name another. Don't really care that much. Really? 
Yeah, I don't. Funny. I don't watch that many anyway. She ends up watching a lot of them. I don't. I'm not a huge fan. Hmm. I know. I'm there bah humbug. Like... I guess I don't know what to fucking say. <laughs> Put me on the spot. <laughs> Wait till we do the the Christmas Eve special. <laughs> we get to really talk oh, about this. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta think of good topics for that. I've yeah. got one that I think would be a good thing. Um, we'll get there. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a green screen and we're gonna put a Yule log in the background burning. Yes, but it'll be like a giant log. Like it'll a be giant like... fucking I'll be in the fire. Like the like pits of the hell. Fire, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> humbug my ass. It's <laughs> amazing. It's fucking outstanding. Yeah. That'd be great, wouldn't it? I think it'd be perfect. It's like a great way for a metal band to be in the spirit. <laughs> I am the Yule Log. For Thor! <laughs> Burn it, for Thor! Burn the Yule Log! Have you seen those lighters that actually use, like, it looks like a little um, electrical... I zap. have one. Yeah, they're called the Atom Lighter. Yeah, those things. Yeah. They're pretty cool. I uh, I have one that's in there. It's, um... I don't think I've ever taken it out of the package, to be honest with you. That'd be funny. <laughs> I should go find it. <laughs> Open it up and fucking watch me explode on camera. Lose a fucking hand in real time. Uh, but, uh, my mom got it for me like years ago as like a Christmas gift and I just put it away because I stopped smoking cigarettes like three months before I got it. I remember that. I remember when you quit cigarettes. I, yeah, I remember man. that. You were just like, eh. That was it. Done smoking these. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, Scott was with me the day I, I quit. Yeah. Yeah. We hung out, and I smoked cigarettes all day with him. And right before I went to bed, I said, I'm not going to smoke any more cigarettes. And I didn't. I haven't smoked a cigarette since. That's wild. Yeah, that's fucking I, strange. It's funny with you. It's like when you decide on something like that, I'm done. I feel like you specifically, it's done. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I'm pretty hard-headed, turns out. <laughs> When I set my mind to something, I can accomplish almost anything. So, yeah. don't give me keys to the nukes. <laughs> don't make that happen, people. Oh, God. Because we're going to see what the moon's made of. <laughs> I know it's not cheese. They've been shitting us this whole time. They've been bullshitting us this whole time. There's no damn way it's made of cheese. We'd have way more money, way more cheese. <laughs> We've been mining that shit years ago. <laughs> you know, if it was made of cheese, it probably would stay preserved. That'd be a fucking giant ball of fat. Do you think that'd stay preserved in space, or do you think it'd just fry itself? Fry itself? How yeah. would it fry yeah, itself? Like it Cheese has, like, grease in it, right? It has oil and fat in it, right? Yeah. Out, yeah, but outside in space is, like, unbelievably hot, isn't it? I thought it was the other way. I thought it was unbelievably cold until you got too close to the sun. But I, well, I mean, we are pretty close to the sun, so... <laughs> Unfortunately, true. anywhere here you would be fucked, and we were talking about the moon, so... <laughs> but then, but, like, is it just hot, like, kind of on the surface? Because I don't think it's too hot that the whole thing would just... Cook, oh no, right? it's hot because as shit out there, right? Like if it's if we can get to 140 on our equator with an atmosphere, it's got to be hot as hell out there, right? 
Probably when it's on the side. And we've got of these Earth giant the clouds and water cooling us and all this other nonsense. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a good question. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I'm taking this from the idea that, like, Mars is pretty cold, but it's pretty far, right? And that's the difference. Ellie's coming to join us. Hello, Ellie! Welcome to Variety Hour! Ellie! Now we've got dogs and cats. We've got dogs and cats. Every week we get an appearance from Ellie the dog. This week's Ellie appearance has come early. She came 30 minutes. Here at 28, actually, this week. We should start logging the times the cats come to bother, cats and dogs come to bother us. Yeah. see if they bother us at the same time every week. Because they're like, oh, I know what they're up to. They are creatures of habit, after they all. They are, man. More than they are. Yeah. All right, so, Vernon, it turns out we're both right. Yeah. All right. So when sunlight hits the moon's surface, the temperature can reach 260 degrees Fahrenheit. Ooh, <clears> so it was warm for Neil. And, uh... Oh. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's part of the advantage of the spacesuit. Yeah. That's yeah. interesting. So they had to be insulated from the sun while they were up there. When the sun goes down... Temperatures can dip to minus 280 degrees Fahrenheit. So it just goes back and so forth. So one because... half is cold and the other half is frying all day. Yeah, or it's just turning and it just changes, which I, it would be frying and freezing and frying and freezing. So we're over roasting over it. Again. So we're slow cooking. We're rotisserie cooking the cheese. We are. If it were made of but chicken, like... Scott would try to eat the whole thing. Well, it's made of cheese, though, so we're good. We don't have to worry about it's Scott, really... thankfully. Yeah, but all the other white people on Earth would go after it, though. That's true. That's true. White people do like cheese. It's true. We do. Most of us. All of us. What? Stop. Every single one of us. They all like cheese. If you're lactose intolerant, we know. We know. Because I am lactose so... intolerant. <laughs> <laughs> So is Scott. He likes together. cheese, too. What? Well, I was going to say, if, if cheese gets cooked and then freezes and then gets cooked again mm -hmm. and then freezes, I mean, I think it would still be free of bacteria because the bac there's not any bacteria that would survive, I would think. Tardigrades. At least it wouldn't grow. Tardigrades could survive, right? They could survive. They could survive. So you're going to so have an is... army of tardigrades all over that bitch. <laughs> Good. Are they are they safe to eat though? That's wait, the wait, question. wait. There's also some like uh, like steam vent, uh, like underneath of the the oceans. You know, oh those, yeah, those little microbial boys. They could be living there too. That could be that could be bad for the cheese. Yeah, that could be bad yeah, for the big know, cheese, if you will. The big cheese, yeah. I guess it's uh difficult to know for sure. Like uh, what kind of life forms we? I mean, we only know of a sliver of life forms, probably. There's probably a bunch of other life forms out there that live in extreme conditions besides the ones that we even know of. I mean, if you believe in panspermia, we came from some life forms that just drifted here through space somehow well, or you another. Know, I've got to say, <clears throat> my main opinion about panspermia is that the name is hilarious. It's, it's great, and it means exactly what you think it does. Yeah. Across the universe. Panspermia. Panspermia. Damn. Spermia <laughs> fucking pan everywhere. Burn the pan. 
<laughs> Spermia in the pan. Oh no. <laughs> we had a, we had a conversation about that once we did there's a whole podcast that i try to block from memory i actually when <laughs> i when i when i go to edit that one up i am definitely cutting that conversation for the sake of our our rating on every platform that's probably wise as I like much that. as i would you love to be in c17 from this point forward <laughs> god oh yeah Oh, excuse me. Oh, we got no, tired, Nathan. We got a sleepy Nathan this oh, week. Yeah. It's it's the scotch. It does that sometimes. Uh, we also have a, an Ellie that wants to go out, but we can uh, we can't do that, can we, Ellie? Here, here in the middle of the podcast. No, not right now. Mm. She's gonna have to wait for another. Uh, she has something to say about that. Clearly. Uh, yeah. Did you did you need to go out, man? I'll tell you what. I can talk yes. about my opinion on panspermia oh. while you go do that. Please, sir. Be my guess. All right. So for all of the one viewers we've got right now, <clears throat> I think it's highly unlikely that there's not some kind of other life form out in the universe. I, it just makes perfect sense, just given the sheer size of the universe, which is for all intents and purposes, infinity, that there's something else out there that's alive. It just makes sense. Now, whether it's a... a, a Thing with which we can even communicate that's a big question um is it something that is even based on the same form of the carbon atom Ugh. that's a good question because apparently that can manifest in a couple of different ways uh, according to neil degrasse tyson and our life forms are based off of a certain manifestation of carbon based on some arrangement there's some alternate arrangement of the the atom or the molecule whatever that allows it to proliferate in some other kind of way so it's like, who knows? You know, this moment, other alien species could be... What's that? I said Hello? she's outside for a moment, but I can't leave her for long? Yeah. Well, I was just saying how uh, there's some other iteration of carbon uh, that exists that um, could potentially like multiply and create a basis of life, theoretically. Oh, I saw yeah. this on a... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, so there's like, a bunch of different was... formulas that technically work according to that computer that they ran a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's like, it. if there are alien species, who knows if, like, we even be able to recognize it as living organism. Like, it could assimilate and, and bond with all kinds of different sort of elements and particles and things like all of uh, different elements and create organic life in some other utterly different way, if it's even considered organic at that point. Um, so it could be questionable if we would even be able to recognize it as alien life, you know, the fact that we take it for granted that life is something that moves, uh, we could see something that we see as just being inanimate, but actually it's alive based on this other carbon formation in some other kind of way. Like, will we even be able to recognize it as alien life? No, probably not. Probably not. I mean, maybe... Maybe that's what we're doing right now here on Earth. We're looking at inanimate objects and saying, that doesn't have life. But it clearly does. Could be. <laughs> there was a scientist, an Indian scientist, who, um, this was in the earlier half of the 1900s, who apparently did ex experiments that showed that inanimate 
um, objects, the uh, the matter that was in those inanimate objects behaved in the same way as organic cells in terms of when they're you know touched with some kind of stimuli like you'd use a prod and put it under a microscope and prod it it would react in the same way that individual cells would um, now i'm probably butchering the actual explanation of it but maybe for next week all right that's what i'll do next week i'm going to look up this uh scientist guy scientist india i was just talking about how this one scientist in india in the early 1900s did experiments that showed <clears throat> that inanimate matter behaved in a similar way as organic matter when it was stimulated in some kind of way like it was prodded by a prod or something that's that it like retracted in the same way that cells would that's scary yeah yeah his whole point was uh that there's something underlying inanimate matter that's similar to organic matter and that actually there's not as much separation between living and non-living stuff. Very possible. Like I said, man. Yeah. Well, Who's you got a question. Say? What exactly is is it that was, gives things life? I was kind of know? thinking that this morning, too, which is funny. All of these things that we're talking about right now weirdly came up at different intervals today. When I was starting yeah. up my computer this morning, I was kind of sweet-talking it, because I always do. I always sweet-talk computers in general. <laughs> and I am a pretty good IT technician. At least I'm known as one. Um, and I wonder how much... That is literally from God to the machine, you know? Like, I wonder right. if that's like a, like a weird, like, I'm talking to it and giving it some positive energy and it's giving me some positive feedback, you know what I mean? Like, come on, I know you can right. do it. I believe in you. You're yeah. good at this. You're, you're a computer. You're better at this than I am. Come on. Like, I've literally said these things to a computer, and I feel like maybe that's affected it in some way. It could be. You know, there's, there's a, there is a uh, fundamental link between our consciousness and awareness and the things that we interact with in the sense that we have an active part in creating what goes on in our life. And I think that our conscious observation of stuff affects the stuff in the same way that, you know, you see in uh, uh, the observer effect, that, that experiment that you, that, uh, Vernon, I don't know if you can hear me, but the observer effect is something I just brought up because of what you just said, that our observation of something has a fundamental effect on the thing itself that's like a that's the quantum effect right that's the quantum yeah yeah quantum entanglement yeah yeah man. so like I, I wonder i always wonder how much that has to do with our everyday life like in general what I, I would i think that it has plenty to do with it yeah. um because it's like you see that when people have a a shift in their mindset their life totally changes and it's not just for like practical and pragmatic type of reasons right it seems like things come into their life when they shift their mindset that would never have come into their life anyway and okay. i don't i don't know that it's just that they happen to notice it or if it's actually causing those things to be drawn to them i've always i've always wondered exactly that like that's i've always wondered how much of it is deus ex machina and how much of it is just yeah. coincidence and how much of it is us just seeing implied causation you know, right. I, it's yeah. all, it's all, it's all there. I mean, I, I really think that it's some percentage everything, you know what I mean? Like, I really think that it's some percentage, like it probably right. is most of the time just coincidence. You know what I mean? Most of the time things probably have no correlation and we're just seeing correlation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's probably those two make up more than 50% together. 
you know either yeah. either there is no correlation or we just are implying correlation um and then i think that maybe some other smaller percentage percentage of it really is like you know the system giving us a little little positive reinforcement that we're doing the right thing or we're going in the right direction or like right you know this is the right choice you've done the right thing you've made the right call now you understand this yeah. better you could do this now you know what i mean yeah that I, um, basically yeah, reality I, functions as like partly your creation yes it's the creating your own destiny right creating your own mm-hmm. reality manifest reality yeah yeah, yeah. manifesting your own re- reality is something that a lot of those um like big uh, like life coaches always say, right? If you believe every day that you're going to grow up and be successful, you might grow up and be successful. You know what I mean? Your if you grow up every day better. being told you're going to be a fucking unsuccessful failure, well, you have two choices. <laughs> you can believe true. that, or you can be in spite of that, right? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, the fact that we have free will, which I think is a fact, a lot of people... There's a faction of people that, like, for some philosophical reason, that's based in a materialist view of the world. Yeah. They say that there's no such thing. It's completely determinate. Uh, I don't think I agree with that. Yeah. I think I see their point, but... That was Einstein's thing, too, right? I don't know. Didn't he believe in a deterministic reality? Wasn't his, like, whole, like, like, nah, this is all... This is all bullshit. This is all happening. We all believe... Like, he believed that the whole world was on roll... Like, on, uh, on rails, basically. Because mm. his belief of this was based on uh, viewing ob- observable light from distant galaxies, right? Mm-hmm. You could see this distant light, and it didn't mean anything because whatever was going on there is already passed, and you're seeing a distant, distant amount of light, right? Mm-hmm. So he believed that that meant that these, and, and I believe they had some other form of quantum entanglement that they were observing at the time too that we've now figured out better than mm-hmm. then at the time. But he believed at the time as a result of this. Uh, in what they understood at the time, that he believed it to be a deterministic reality, I believe. I, I believe hmm, that's true. That's interesting. I, yeah. I wouldn't have thought that. Um, I know. I was it, kind of surprised by it when I'd read about it as well. That's why I remember it. That's that, I just remember reading it and being like, wow, really? That The guy who like came up with all this crazy shit believes that it's all determinate. So did he believe that it was all meant to happen? That, like That's the thing that fucked me up about it, right? When I read that, like yeah. he believed that this had to happen, like all of these discoveries that he made had to occur, and that he had to make the decision on that. You know, like I don't know. Mm-hmm. This is a weird. There's probably implications in that that are moral and philosophical too that he had to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know, he probably yeah, had he some talked, shit there. Yeah, he talked about God a good bit, right? Especially later on in his life, you yeah. know, but not in like the, I guess the standard, in the church kind of way. Right, it's it more like, spiritual, right? Yeah, it's more like there's something out there uh, that is more than our material science can explain, and it's something deep and this, that, and the other. Uh, and it's like he was getting there, I think. Right, man. I yeah, probably ahead of his time too, thinking like that. Yeah, I think he, so. He had been thrown in jail for being a Russian sympathizer. <laughs> Damn Russians. Damn Russians. In other news, have you seen any of the stuff that's come out recently? Speaking of, speaking of Russia and the Communist Party. <laughs> oh, God, no, but I want to know. Please tell me. So, like, three days ago, I read uh, that there was a, a leak of two million names of political interests and companies in the U.S. Uh, who are linked to the Ch- Chinese Communist Party in some way, shape, or form. Oh, God. Yeah, super interesting. 
I'm not going to say anything about that. I yep. value my life. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. However, first, however comma, additionally, a large hack just happened today to the National Nuclear Security Administration. Um, and they are not sure, and they have not determined how much information has been stolen. However, they did determine uh, that it appears to have come from Russia. So, like a modern-day Cold War going on, I think. There's some... That's scary. Maybe the Cold War never ended. You know? Who knows? I mean, it seems like they don't have our best interests in mind, that's for sure. I'll tell you what. <laughs> Got a good point there. <laughs> Surely doesn't, does it? And I was reading an article about the Chinese Communist Party. Uh, just about, like, the various ways that they could potentially... The subversion war, and espionage and, yeah. Yeah, like cyber warfare, economic warfare, you know. And there's, like, some weird link between, like, COVID and the Chinese Communist Party that mm -hmm. is sketchy in some kind of way. It's just kind of sketchy. Yeah. You know, like, there's cover-ups and all this other stuff. Yeah, there could be something to it. I don't know. I, I don't know what to believe at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I'm... It's hard to know. It's hard to know. It's got me worried, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. It's got me worried. Yeah. yeah I, I feel know. like there's some comment to be made about, like, the collective consciousness of people on Earth. Like, there's some sort of weird thing going on east and west, you know? Right. Something about shadow traits and qualities and, you know. We're so much like them, and I just don't think we understand. That's all. Yeah, well, That's I true. saw in a Carl Jung book that uh, he compared it that way. Yeah, that like the the East Russia, the Iron Curtain. Mm -hmm. Essentially, what it is is like the repressed traits of American society that are like coming out in full force right. over in the East. You know, with with con with like tyrannical communist parties and I, yeah, you know. no, that makes sense. The stuff that we've managed to kind of keep in the the shadows. Yeah, the stuff that we totally do, but it but, just literally is yeah. in the shadows. Yeah, we're just not proud of it, and we're just yeah. like, yeah, yeah it like doesn't happen. No, just pay attention to the the donkey and the the elephant. Yes, yeah, good stuff. Watch the donkey and watch the elephant. You may watch take them. the donkey to the top of the hill, or you may take the elephant. It is the same price. <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> <gasps> it's a it's a combination of the two things we were just talking about. So uh, the donkey and the elephant, obviously Republicans and Democrats, yeah. but the there's a, a Ron White joke. Yeah, it must have been Ron White. He had this joke back in the day that he would tell where he was in Hawaii and they were going up to the tops of volcanoes and looking in. And these big mountains, you can either walk up the hill or you can take a donkey or you can take a lift. And he, mm. his joke here is there's a guy who's standing next to the lift with a donkey and he's saying, you can take a donkey to the top of the hill or you can take a lift. It is the same price. And Ron White, hearing this, he was like, ah, I think we should take the lift. But his wife was like, no, we should take the donkey. And then the entire time they're riding up on this donkey, the only thing he could think was, man, if I was that guy who has a fucking donkey, that's about the only piece of information I'd keep away from everybody else. Is that the same price, you know? God. <laughs> yeah. It's just now funny. we get it. Yeah. What's yeah. that? I said that's funny. I thought that was uh I was wondering if that was something that just like came straight from your head. Nah, yeah, no, you just it's kind of a combination of portmanteau of jokes, maybe. That's really what it is. 
Yeah, but, but it fits there pretty well, doesn't it? You can take the donkey or the elephant. It's the same price. It, it works. all leads to the same place. It's all the same price. It's, you know, that's another fun fact. It's kind of a sad truth, too. It's kind of a sad truth at the same time. That's a fun fact, sad truth. That is a fun, sad, facty truth. <laughs> it's a factual fun, sad truth. It's fun, factual, and sad, but it is the truth. And we'll send that in a fax later. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Um, I so, guess. in other news, uh, we received a message from an another artist that uses DistroKid as their distribution platform. Their name is Bokeh. I believe that's how you'd say it. I'm not sure. I haven't spoke to them personally yet. Um, their music is pretty sweet. So, I'm going to go ahead and do my part here. We're just going to dump that in the chat. Check out their stuff on YouTube. That'd be cool. Their music's pretty sweet. Yeah, check them out. And while you're at it, go listen to our new single. Enjoy the show. Hell yeah. This is our fun little plug moment. You know, we waited 45 yeah. minutes to do this to you. So, you know, it's pretty nice, I would say. <laughs> music. Music. Yeah, yeah, play the music. <laughs> this is why we need our own, like, little theme music. See what I'm saying? We were yeah, talking we about like, making like music earlier for the podcast. It would make sense. It would make sense to do that. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, what kind of music would it be? Would it be a rock? Would it be, like... Yeah, why not? We rock. can make it, like, like a little, like... Like, in the beginning of uh, the podcast online, it is... Uh, the beginning of, man, it's going to be funny if anybody's listening to this and they're getting to this point and they're like, can't remember what the beginning of it is because he hasn't edited one in a while. <laughs> Hear him go. He's sputtering out. He doesn't know what to do. It's illusions. Oh, God. Uh, the beginning of it's illusions and it's the, the hit right before we go into the solo where it's the big, ah! and Scott going, ah! <laughs> and the is where the title and the name show up. That's every podcast oh, starts thanks. like that. Yeah. That's badass. Right? I thought it was good. Um, so <laughs> I made that because, you know, out of a labor of love, I enjoyed the hell out of it. And I've used that in the beginning of every one so far. But it would be funny to have something like that for every podcast where we just begin and we have that. You know, I probably have to end up editing it out when I do the actual podcast for the Internet, when I restructure them and put them out again. But it'd be cool, mm -hmm. right? I like it. I like it. Right. We can make it like its own podcast music. Yeah. Yeah, just be Oh, ours. I know what it could be. <laughs> oh, man. We, uh, I love doing that. That's an amazing thing to do live, too. Every time I've done it, we get a good laugh out of people. Yeah. That's my favorite thing about it. Yeah. I, uh, I don't even know where I started doing that from. I think that was just like us fucking around one day, right? Yeah, but it sounds like it sounds like it's from something. I it's don't know a what horrible it is. rendition of that one song, that one that everybody knows. That like it's like that lounge music shit, right? Yeah, it reminds me of a uh, like some opera or something. Like yeah, some it's music. like an opera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's hilarious to back it with lounge drums. Yeah, which is also known as bossa nova. Is that what that is? <laughs> That's actually what it's called. It's a Brazilian beat, and it's like a legit type of music. Except that here in America, it's just lounge music. That's all the time. great. All That's amazing. Lounge music, elevator music, like whatever. 
That is the best. It's a good beat. Like I, it's fun. It is. It's fun to it's listen like, to. And it's a culturally like. We should record a version of that for our uh, for our album. Yeah. Oh, but what is that? I think they've used it used that tune for like a Bertoli que- uh, commercial. Bertoli, that's funny. I wonder what that is. We would have to say that it's a cover too. We might have to we have to play pay rights on that. Yeah, that's that's what I'm worried about. I'm actually. willing. I'm I'll pay that out of pocket. I'm gonna find out. It's usually a one time fee. Bertoli, and additionally. We broke a thousand streams collectively on our uh, songs on Spotify, so, so that means we're probably so, breaking more than a thousand in various other places. But that's really cool in general. Like, Spotify is a big, big deal for us. So, thanks for listening if you're out there. Hell yeah! Let's and mad see. props to our listeners in Novorosk, Russia. You fucking crazy bastards in the snowland. You animals listening to you us. Bear. Listening to us survive in the fucking winter tundra. <laughs> we got uh, a little bit of snow compared to you guys. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, I shoveled. I shoveled today, and I'm my back I'm is like an old man's back. I'm hurt. I need yeah. to buy a polar bear to do this job for me. Absolutely. What is this YouTube link that's suddenly? up on the comment section that's the one that i threw up from that guy the one that i showed you earlier. oh nice that's right yeah i was i was worried because i pulled up the bertoli commercial just now and you YouTube, can send that too like, if you want oh, to no. fuck it well i don't know if it's the right tune i don't want to play it and get oh. us in trouble yeah you can't play it for sure yeah you have to figure that out later can't but no no i'd have to mute you I'd i wonder if i could it. like siri you think siri would be able to do it maybe all right here let's do this let's turn on the sound we'll get a good Oh, you want me to sing it? Here's what I found. I know. She didn't get it. She didn't get it. She got dumb, 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 dumb. She did. She tried. No, she got a bunch of W's too. That's the thing. She tried really hard though. She did. Thank you, Siri, for trying. That was a good try. You tried your hardest. She didn't try her best. Don't don't give her that. That's not fair. No, she didn't. No, she she's up for a performance review too. I think she'll let her go. Oh god, yeah. Ooh, rough Ooh. man. Job market's yeah. tough, but what are you gonna yeah. do? <laughs> <laughs> Ever since Steve Jobs died, she just hasn't been the same. She hasn't. No. Yeah. No. I uh, I appreciate that they've used the same voice actress since the beginning, though. This is kind of interesting, right? The same that is, girl yeah. coming to do every iteration of the series voice along the way. It's gotten really just have it lifelike like... too. Yeah. I went, did they just have it like programmed and they just kind of redo it every now and again? Well, they they have her come in and they do new voice samples to to make the voice samples that she can pick from uh, more plethorous for one, and two, some of them are more natural, so they get rid of old ones. Um, so like they used to basically a lot of their old stuff used to be them um, taking individual words and trying to piece it together and then they realized that people have different inflections on words depending on what they're saying and so that doesn't really work that well and so they've decided instead to have her start doing phrases like common phrases um, and phrases that would be in the program but then that made it so that there was only a scripted few things that she could say that sounded like normal and all the other stuff was still like kind of botched together 
But then they started figuring out that you could have humans do takes in every inflection. So they're, they figured out all the inflections with like linguistic coaches and shit. And they've had her do all of the different inflections for like a bunch of different words, like, like thousands, hundreds of thousands of different words. So they can just wow. pick from all these different words and all these different inflections and programmatically make algorithmic sayings and phrases that Siri can almost oh talk God. to you in just a normal voice now. Yeah. Um, Google has also done the same thing, but they did it engineering YouTube. I'd imagine they would have to do that for any kind of voice service. Yeah. Yeah. For like listening or for like having a, a computerized voice or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much anytime you have to do that uh, diction, it's voice diction um, and, and yeah. return diction where it's speaking back to you. Yeah. That's like, um, God, that's insane. That's one of those behind-the-scenes things that you just never think about. You're like, oh, yes, they have the technology to do that. But yeah. then you don't think about how to actually do it. Right. You almost never need to think about it. Yeah. yeah. It's almost unnecessary. Like, but it's like, I have... when you do know, it's like, ooh. Yeah, that sounds really tedious. I figured we had better technology than that. But that it just is, sounds like that is the, the hard way, the way I would have imagined they had to do that it. That is the better technology. That's it is. Yeah, and like I said, Google basically did the same thing. But I imagine that they did theirs and derived theirs from YouTube because they expressly own the rights to use your stuff that you upload on YouTube for mm. pretty much any game. <laughs> they can do whatever they want. It's, that's the, the fun platform of YouTube is that it's all free for you to upload whatever you want with it, but they can just do whatever they want. They can analyze it they anyway. Can it. They can't put it back out and recopyright it or anything like that, but they can do whatever they want. <laughs> they yeah. Which is another uncomfortable thought. Yeah. So that means they probably algorithmically have like Scott's voice out there. Mm. Maybe my voice, but me screaming, ooh, all the time. Whoa. They have me too. Maybe if they want me, they might. I don't think they would want. Maybe me. they want you. They caught you in the background while you're talking while drumming. <laughs> we got his voice. We got him, boys. We got him. Enhance, we enhance, enhance, enhance. <laughs> the magic enhance button. Yeah. It enhances everything, enhance. no matter what. <laughs> But sir, it's only 1080p. Enhance it. Enhance Holy it shit. Again. Enhance it again. Oh god, it's 8k. Enhance it again. It's 16k. This isn't even this isn't even possible, sir. What are you doing? What are you doing? We don't even How have do this do technology yet. You'd have the most epic contract at Best Buy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it zooms out. It's a fucking geek squad. It was all us all along. <laughs> enhance. We could enhance, enhance everything, even our services, but we won't. He's got a weird email. Okay, well, that's scary. Oh, that's awkward. I'm uncomfortable. Oh, God. I hate that. Why am I getting Yeah, so I might, I might be getting a pair of tablas. Yeah, I told you that cool. earlier. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Except, Wait, one second. I don't think, I don't think this person wants to meet me halfway. I'm a little sad about it. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. Don't need to see what's behind my bag. <laughs> All right. No, I just, uh, I can't. So we're on Facebook Live, and I cannot show a firearm on Facebook Live. Oh, um, or any sort of dangerous weapon on Facebook Live. Otherwise, you risk the the risk of getting your um, live stream taken down. 
and so I choose not to show any of those, but I just got a weird text message from a, a Gmail account. Never had that before. That's weird. Um, and so I quickly went and got a dangerous weapon and put it near me because fuck that. <laughs> I mean, it could just be a spam could be. thing from like but a Google voice number. Like I have, I have a Google voice account. Could be, and... but we were, we were just talking about Google. Mm. And it was like a weird, it's like, it's like code. It's like weird. Like I don't. T three I F four J C five dot T five U one K four dot world question mark four Y F question mark five V G five equals Y in F K F. It's just a bunch of code. Like, I don't know what the hell that is. Probably just spam. But it makes me uncomfortable because I've been in the tech world long enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just me, me being me. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I would feel uncomfortable if I got something like that, too. It's weird. Like, you know what I mean? It's weird to get yeah, at 9 o'clock like, at night, drinking a little bit. Yeah. Being a little yeah. vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. It's like getting caught with your pants down, sure metaphorically. Is. Sure is. You never want or that. Yeah. No. I always yeah. imagine that. Like, if someone broke into my house, I would not want them to do it while I'm taking a dump. Yeah. No, that would suck. You know? Yeah. That would suck. That would like, suck. Like, then I have to get up. It'd be real, like, uncomfortable. I tend to, you know? like, even when I'm home, I tend to keep some sort of weapon nearby, like, at all times. Yeah. I have a lot of anxiety about, like, being attacked like that. Yeah. Really freaks me out, man. I um, I also, like, in general, you think about it, like, we are, in fact, in some way, small way, public figures. Mm, this is true. It's, you know, there could be fucking nutcases out there. You know, this is true. Now, I'd be I'm, if I was going to be paranoid, which I, I do occasionally get paranoid around. And I am. I, I hear a sound and I'm just like, oh, what, what was that? What was that? Yeah. Uh, you got to get a dog, uh, man. I know. And I like look out. the. I keep looking out the window or I can look out the front and be like, is there anyone there? No, there's no one there. OK, we're yeah. I'm OK. I'm OK. I'm OK. Just relax. Right. I hear a sound. What was that? Uh. Yep. <laughs> it's yep. worse now that I'm here, like by myself with just the cats. Because I know they're not going to do shit to help me. Right. They'll watch, and then when you're dead, they'll eat your face. Yep. <laughs> I love them, but they, they're not going to help me out very much. Nope. 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 So, yeah. They're just going to be like, man, sucks he died, huh? He was good at putting food in the bowl. Yeah. yeah. I really at like least it we get a giant food, food to eat. <laughs> yeah. I guess they would survive for a little... I would feel really bad because they're all indoor cats, and they don't really have a way to get out, so... Yeah. They'd be eating hopefully you, some... and then each other. Yeah. Hopefully someone would, like, figure out that I'm dead by then. Yeah. Probably your work, right? That's what I've always said, right? My work would figure it out before anybody. Be Usually... Like... Well, you know, I don't know. Yeah, probably my coworkers would be right? like, where's like, Nate? Why didn't you show up? What the fuck? And then they'd be calling you, you're not answering, and they're like, that's fucking strange. Eventually somebody would be like, I'm gonna drive by his house, make sure he's okay. Then when you don't right. answer there, but they see your car's there, it's going to be like, a, okay, well, that's weird. Then they call the cops, and then it becomes a thing, because it's been more than 24 hours. That's, like, that's the way I've always, like, I've always, like, done the math on how long it would take for somebody to figure out where I was. Like, now, because I'm living yep. with somebody, if I was gone, she knows immediately. Like, that's the first mm -hmm. person she'd be reporting. She'd know, like, hey, he's gone. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Text messages, because I constantly text people, constantly contact with people. My last contact, my last location. I have location services turned on my phone and shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm paranoid, man. Yep, paranoid. You think about all this. Stuff. I ain't getting taken out, bro. <laughs> I 
Not like that. Not like this. Not in this wild, yeah. wacky, weird fucking world. Right. Well, when I start feeling paranoid, I have to remind myself that, like, I'm really just living a quiet lifestyle. Yeah. Here in my own house, doing yeah. my own thing. Like, I'm not bothering anybody doing anything. Yeah, you're good. Like, I'm not even being loud. Ain't nobody like, fucking with you. Yeah. No, no one's. Yeah, and you're probably very much in the same situation. More or less. Like. Maybe. Yeah, it's like I'm a little noisy. I also have like a like a military background and probably some enemies, you know. So it's yeah, like I, there's that. I also keep that in mind a lot of the time. Like if I ever have a house that's, you know, my own and outside of, you know, where I'm living now, which is more or less a gated community, um, I I really honestly I'll probably be more like, scrutinizing about the security of the home. I'll be more scrutinizing about having weapons to defend myself with. Like I don't own a firearm at this point. You know what I mean? But I own several dangerous weapons. So right. I use those to defend the home because I, you know, live where I live and I can't, you know, really rightly feel like I could use something like that anyway without fucking a travesty happening to me. <laughs> you know, not about to pop off on somebody else and get shot, you know? Um, no, no. I just, I generally consider that sort of thing as a result. Gotta keep it in mind. Yeah, gotta keep it in mind. You never know. You never know. I guess so. Yeah, the other thing too is like, I I appreciate that you're you know you're a, a non paranoid individual because I I don't have that. I read statistics and statistics freak me the fuck out. Yep, they can do that. Yep. It's like if anytime you have an anxiety about something, you can always find evidence for it. Yeah. You know, you can always justify it. Yeah. That's that's something I figured out. Is like. No matter what I'm afraid of, I can find some reason to be afraid of it. It doesn't matter how ridiculous it is. Right. There's always a reason. That means you can take it the other way and be like, well, how many things am I freaking myself out about that I can find reasons, but actually it's not a problem in reality. Right, right. Yeah, I always you know? I always just try to remind myself when I hear like noises at night, I'm like, the window the, like all the windows downstairs are locked, all the doors are locked. If somebody yeah. wanted to get in, the bare minimum would be to break glass. Right, which you definitely which would hear. be so fucking loud. That'd be so yeah. unbelievable. Like that's like a brick through a window and shit. That's so fucking loud to break glass like that. Nobody's right. coming up to my house with like one of those glass cutters and cutting their way in. That's fucking unrealistic as shit. That's not happening. If they're doing that, yeah. this is an operation, and I'm getting taken the fuck out one way or the other. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, if, if that's that happening, serious, it's a it's a totally different type of world. I'm not in yeah. a fight. I'm in a fucking. I'm in a run for my life. <laughs> <That's>, yeah. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, and like for for my part, the most I have to worry about would be like petty thieves. You know, petty and they're generally like the occasional home invader, right? Like that's still a thing there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like most I have to worry about is them rifling through my car and if they were gonna break into my house, they would do it while I'm gone, most likely. Most likely. Yeah. Most likely. And as long as you keep your shit locked, it's like how much shit are they gonna be able to get into? You know what I mean? Like Right. Yep. All the windows are locked downstairs. Your garage is locked up. Your door to your garage is locked up. Your fucking yep. your front door is bolted. Your back door is yep. bolted. Like it's yeah, you're good. There's nothing to worry about. Like that's what I always consider. I'm just like, even if something happened, what, how far are they going to make it? Like they're going to try and kick their way in. All right, well, if they make it past that, then where? How, how are they going to make it? You know what I mean? What am I going to hear yep. there? Yeah, it's a very it's a tangible thing that I think about just because of the nature of the beast of having lived that life. You know, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Well, even as someone who has not lived that life, I still think about that too. I'm like, if someone did break into my house, well, I have this machete right here. Yeah, yeah, I, <clears> I am know? still armed. Yeah, 
I have something. Yeah. You know? So I do have a machete, actually, in my... You know, I have that as, like, a defense mechanism. I, uh, I actually I... went through the process of getting a background check, and I got a taser, so... Nice. Yeah, I have a full, like, certified, like, civilian-use police-style taser. I was... I was with you when you first, like, were, like, looking into that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I was first like, Googling it and trying to figure out what it was all like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they're, um, they were surprisingly affordable. I got one for $280 for Black Friday. They're normally, like, 360 or something like that, so. Yeah. Um, not a bad deal, um, for one. But two, it's a fucking awesome device. It, it immediately, we received it after I did my background check. Yeah, we received the email saying it was on its way. It arrived. I got it, I got its holster, I put it in its holster, I put it near the front door, and we both felt significantly safer in general. Like, nice. completely, 100%, we were just like, man, the world feels a little less dangerous to us because we have something in the house that we feel like we could use to either make somebody go away if we had to, <laughs> or, or to actually use to defend ourselves at a minimum, you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Fucking scary, too. You can activate it as a regular stun gun without a taser charge on it. That bitch is fucking scary. It has the, the crackle of electricity. <laughs> it's so loud. It's it's a It's so fucking loud. It's insane. Yeah, yeah and it, you know, you don't have to worry because if you hit the guy with that, he's oh, done. they're down for the count. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And if they're up for the count after that, you're done. I, I hope I can figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> if they're, if they're <laughs> up for the count after that, I hope I have a solution. <laughs> My fellow Americans, <laughs> I will have to come up with something else for you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank Are you. we at an hour? I feel like we've been at it an hour. Uh, we've been at it for an hour and ten minutes almost now. We can wrap up now. Oh, wow. Like. Feeling good? Yeah. yeah sure can. Good. It's, we, it's uh, whatever, man. We thank you all uh, for, for listening to us. Whoever's out there, we love you so much. We love you. We really do. Lots of love. Yeah. And if you're listening from Russia, we love you even more for some reason. Ah, you get a little extra from love. Russia with love. Actually, hang on. No, no, no. Russia got a lot of love last week. Peru gets love this week because we have listeners in Peru. Really? Yeah. International out here. Damn. Yeah, we're in our and we're international as fuck. We're diverse, so thank you, Peru. Yeah, thank you for listening. Thank you, Peru. I could I could go down the list. It's fucking awesome. I I actually really enjoy looking at the list of places that people are living. It's fucking sweet. So if you're listening in general, yeah. we love you. But if you're in Peru, we love you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Especially this week, we love you a this, lot. This week, we love you a lot. <laughs> a lot. That'll be a new thing. We've been once revealed. You've been great. Thank you all for being so well-dressed. And uh, join us next week, where we give lots of love to uh, the Martian people on Mars. Beautiful.